Hey guys, it's Myra, one half of the Black Wallflowers podcast. I wanted to take a quick moment before we get into this week's episode to thank you all so much for listening. I know this has been um, one of the things that me and Taylor have been wanting to do for a while to kind of put ourselves out there. And we have been personally getting a lot of feedback sent to us, whether it's text message or DMs, that you guys are really digging the show. So what I want to ask of you guys is to just simply leave us a review on iTunes, preferably a five-star review, because that will help our show get recommended and get boosted up in the podcast land. There are a lot of podcasts out there. So we would appreciate any feedback that you can give in the form of a review. So that way other people can read that and know that our show is enjoyable. Also, if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, you can do the same. Just leave your feedback in the comments below. That really helps us out again to show that we have some engagement and getting shared as well. So again, we appreciate you all so much and thank you so much for the feedback that you have been sending us. But it will be really helpful if you guys could leave that feedback in comments or in reviews. And again, um, with iTunes, you don't necessarily have to have an iPhone or an Apple device. You can create a iTunes account and leave reviews under our podcast there. So that's all I got for you. Let's go ahead and get right into the show. Hope you guys enjoy. to the black wildflowers podcast we are your host myra i'm taylor and we are two black introverted women discussing daily lives while navigating an extroverted world so this actually just came up today because i ain't had nothing and i'm glad it came up but uh, <laughs> but i was um scrolling through facebook and i you know i'm into the planner stuff so i'm in a lot of planner groups and I happened to come across a post that was basically saying that um, they wanted to return some items back to the happy planner, but they told her that she had to pay for shipping. And she didn't understand why, because Amazon and eBay, those are her two examples, um, cover shipping when you return something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and I know when people get into the planner world like they just that's all they they know like I guess because they know what they think it's a big company but not your average person know about the happy planner so you know I could go outside right now and nobody would know what I'm talking about so honestly although it's big to us it is a small business and I think people are so used to um the luxuries basically that we get with uh like the Amazons the Walmarts Targets you know the the big names that they um, expect that type of service from smaller businesses as well. Mm. So I was like, I kind of had to like check myself too, because sometimes I do expect that kind of service, that really quick service, um, two day shipping turnaround type things from other businesses. And I'm like, wow, we have really, like getting so used to all of these luxuries that we expected from every company. Like mm. the happy planner, I mean, it's big. Like, you know, they're like in all the craft stores or whatever, but 
on the grand scheme of things, they are not Amazon. They're not Walmart, you know? Right. So they, they can't afford to, oh, because you don't want this item anymore, we'll cover the shipping for you to send it back to us. Mm-hmm. They can't afford that. So I'm like, it really just had to, like, I'm sitting there, like, checking her, like, um, they're a small business, but I had to think about, like, check myself, too. Like, I do that with other companies as well, mm-hmm. like, like natural hair products and stuff. I usually buy from smaller businesses, but I want my items really quick, like Amazon. I want it in yeah. two days, you know? So it's just, that was just my random thought. Like, wow, yeah. like Amazon has really taken over to where I expect speedy services from even smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even if it was a bigger business, there are different businesses too, though. Mm-hmm. They might have different different policies and procedures. So, yeah. Yeah, because that's what she said in her post. Like most companies, and in parentheses, it was Amazon and eBay. I'm like, you can't even put Amazon and eBay next to the Happy Planner. Mm. Like they're not even. I can see maybe Amazon and Walmart or Amazon right. and Target. Like Happy Planner is not on the same playing field. And then I guess people don't realize like Amazon has their own like fleet of trucks and stuff now. So they, mm. you know, they cover their own shipping like they don't outsource it through like ups unless it's a real big item so they do all of their shipping so they can afford to you know come pick it up or you know not have to pay for it so like i i'd be expecting amazon type service from everybody now and it's like i can't i can't put the same companies like amazon is a giant compared to happy planner like happy planner is it (laughs) compared to amazon so like i can't if I'm telling somebody else not to do it, I had to check myself with that too. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I'm glad it came up because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mine, um, this is super random. It's from like weeks ago. So now one of my favorite TV shows is Married at First Sight. And like and the, the season just ended a couple weeks ago, but like on a third or fourth episode, there was a part where um they wanted the couples to like host a dinner party at their places and invite like their friends or whatever. And so um, the one black couple, uh, they had their friends over and um, basically one of the guy's friends, he went inside the fridge and used some of her, it was like Minute Maid fruit punch or something. No, no, no. I think it was um, Simply Lemonade. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Right, he had got, <laughs> <laughs> he went into their fridge and was like, "Oh, let me use this as a mixer." And like now everybody's passing around the drink or whatever. Mm. And so she didn't say anything during the party, but after that, she was like, "You know, I really don't appreciate your friends just going into our fridge and just you know getting whatever out. You know, they should have at least asked or you know just used what I had set out and everything." And that turned like into like a really big argument after they had the party. He was like, "What's the big deal?" Well, my friends come over there. Um, it's a, a, a open, you know, place or whatever. They can go inside the fridge. They can get whatever they want. If you didn't want anybody drinking your juice, you shouldn't have it in the fridge. So I just wanted your, I want your <laughs> thoughts on that. I think I feel like I see where he's coming from, but then again, I would never do anything like that. Like even like if I came over to your house, even though we've known each other for a few years, I would never go. Go, come to your house like, like during a game night or whatever and just go into your fridge and grab anything I will ask first yes yeah it, although like even if you 
it, the answer is going to be yes. Like anything in there, like y'all can have, but I, I agree. I think I would, uh, want someone to ask first. Cause like, Oh, how dare you? Like, right, right. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even like, I think, was that Chuck's nephew? I think Chuck's nephew did that one time. And I was like, mm. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like you can't just go in my refrigerator and then be like, Oh, can I have this? Yeah. Like, no, like, I, yeah, I don't like that. Like just at least ask, but I can see how, some people are a little bit more open with that. Like, I guess it really depends on your background, but we always had to ask, like, growing up. We couldn't just, like, I ain't, I ain't paying no bills. I can't just mm-hmm. go in there and, like, just grab something. Unless, like, my grandparents specifically tell like, hey, this is yours. That's the only time I can, like, go in and grab something, but... All right, so I guess we can go ahead and swing over into our topic of the week. Um, I guess we kind of touched on it a little bit, but we just were going to talk about um, basically making friends and um, or friendships in general while being introverts. Mm-hmm. So I did find this article on Pinterest, and I actually saved it this time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was just really it was one part that I found really interesting. So before I get into it, I guess I'll ask, like, how did you make friends growing up, like in grade school? Mm. Um, I feel like a lot of the friends I made were like people in our neighborhood. Um, and then also like I played sports all the way up until 11th grade. So I think through sports as well. 
And then through my sister, too. She's not a complete extrovert, but she's an introvert-extrovert. So I feel like a lot of friends that I got was because she was a little bit more of an extrovert than me. So, um, yeah, I would say through that, mainly through sports. But I I feel like I, when I was younger, I think I, I had a hard time just um, approaching somebody and, you know, trying to hang out or, hey, do you want to go play at the at the park with me? Like, I, yeah. Yeah, I had a hard time doing that. See, I feel like like it, it didn't really, I don't want to say kick in, like, hmm, I don't know. I feel like I made friends the same way, but my situation, um, I basically was the only child until I was 11. So I always wonder, like, if I had a sibling that was closer to age to me if it would have been easier for me to like make mm. friends and kind of step out of my comfort zone but um honestly all of my like quote-unquote best friends growing up were extroverts that kind of just mm. like grabbed me up and <laughs> basically took me under their wing so and only only friend that I can remember that I actually like initiated conversation with was like in kindergarten and I feel like (laughs) after kindergarten like you know you and that everything is awesome unicorns and butterflies and then I I feel like after I like maybe third grade that's when I kind of completely became the introvert I feel like it was always Mm -hmm. in me but life I guess life experience kind of shut me down (laughs) but but yeah I always wondered that if like do you feel like you know you having siblings kind of help you gain friends yeah yeah I will say that I mean my oldest sister she's 11 years older than me I know you said there's 11 years between you and you and your your younger sister but Mm -hmm. I feel like um definitely have a having a twin I feel like that helped me yeah Uh, it was a conversation starter um and like I said she's more of an extrovert than I am definitely um so she kind of helped bring me out of my shell as well so yeah I definitely feel like um having a sibling helps with that too yeah and I think it's pretty cool that you guys kind of are going through the same experiences at the Mm -hmm. same time because I mean even if you had like a sibling maybe a year or two older or younger you guys are still going through different things like once you one person goes to school somebody's still you know not in school or someone's mm-hmm. graduating somebody's still in high school type thing right. but I think it's pretty cool that you guys like as twins are like literally going through major steps in life together mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah, I always wondered that but my sister is completely opposite for me like she can make friends with anybody Mm. (laughs) does that bother you like oh man I wish I had her a little bit of her personality yeah it does I think um a lot of people assume that since she's more like outgoing and outspoken that I'm the same way too so that Mm. I think that's what bothers me the most like I went to visit her at work and her manager was like oh do you um are you like all like outspoken and happy like her I'm like no (laughs) (laughs) no no no. (laughs) but she is always like bubbly and happy like all the time and Mm. I think that's what bothers me the most like if they if people know her first they kind of expect that to be my personality too Mm. 
Mm. And I do wish I had a little bit of it because it'll help me navigate stuff a little bit better. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. I can't do nothing (laughs) about it. But um, I guess that kind of ties into this article, too, what I um, pointed out, well, picked up out of here. And it's literally called Making Friends with an Introvert. Mm. (laughs) So that's literally the title (laughs) of it. Um, I think they kind of pointed out that we, as introverts, kind of struggle to make relationships because we are naturally, we naturally want to listen and not share. Mm -hmm. So... um, we want to kind of maintain our privacy, but also be quite kind and empathetic to other people as well. Mm. So it kind of, it comes off as it being like a one-sided kind of conversation because we are just attentive to, attentively listening and not really giving off too much information. And I've come across that a lot with my adult life. Like people will have like, although I do like deep conversations, but I find myself just sitting there like kind of listening and taking it all in versus kind of giving my endpoint or right. sharing my experience. Mm. Do you think that comes from, cause I feel like I do the same thing. I think when I'm silent during a conversation with somebody, I think it's like just me overthinking like, all right, should I say this? Should I say that? You know, what if he or she thinks that I'm stupid for not agreeing? That kind of thing. I think I, <laughs> I I just I think too much about that and about the time I'm ready to say something the the subject then changed. So I just feel like, well, I guess you know, that's it. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of that too. I I I overthink about everything in mm-hmm. life in general, but um I think I do um especially if it's like in the workplace, you really like want to be on your toes and not say the mm-hmm. wrong thing. But um I think I just kind of overthink or if it's a topic where it's like something personal or somebody's like giving a little bit more personal information if I'm not like close to you or already know you I'm not going to give my like opinion or like my experience and that kind of I could see how that kind of comes off as being like rude or yeah so it's just hard because I like it's a catch 22 because I like meaningful conversations like deep conversations but if I don't know you I'm not gonna tell you all my business you know <laughs> like yeah so it's kind of hard to build like relationships with new people because I don't want to tell you everything but the only right. way you know me is if I tell you some stuff so mm-hmm. it's just kind of yeah. hard and I hate that too like I hate when people like just randomly tell me something super personal I'm like okay I don't like even if I can relate to something, I don't know you like that to say, oh, girl, I dealt with the same thing a couple of years. I, right. No, I don't know you like that now. So I just, I just to be like, oh, sorry to hear that. No, I, I, I can't. I, I, <laughs> I can't tell you my story unless we real good. Yeah. And this, that just came up like at work, um, this girl, she, well, she is going to a new team, but her daughter is maybe a month younger than Ashton. So she was like kind of talking to me like about her C-section and, um, you know, her labor and delivery story, basically. And I'm just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> 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 Although like, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I went through the same situation and she um, has some terrible nurses. Honestly, I couldn't relate with that. But um, but, you know, like going through the C-section process and 
I could basically talk to her about that, but it's just like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm already on high alert with work mm-hmm. as well. Cause I don't want to build down that wall after like being let go and stuff. But yeah, it's just like, she could probably be somebody cool or be a new friend, but it's like, you know, I want to be a little bit reserved on my own information as well. Right. And I don't right. even feel like that's like super personal. I mean, I, I guess it is personal. It's your health. Your birth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not nothing that's like taboo, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have that hard of a time. I, you know, so I don't know. It's just yeah. it's just hard to try to engage in these conversations and get to know people when it's like, I want to keep some things to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um actually on my team, there's two other girls that have twins. One girl, her twins are, I think they're 13 or 14. And then the other girl, um, she's a little bit younger than us, but her twins are three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and one girl was talking about how she had gained, you know, all this weight and everything after having her kids, you know, her twins, I think were like, six pounds each or something like that. She was like, Taylor, um, how big did you get? I'm like, shoot. I got, like, do I lie to them and say, oh, you know, like, like I told them, yeah, I didn't gain much weight. Oh, man, that's awesome. How big were your twins when they were born? Shoot. Well, I got to tell them, you know, they were born at this weight, and then they, then they want to ask, oh, yeah. what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, just like you said, some things are just really sensitive, like, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely in your situation, I could see like a conversation like with the labor and delivery story can be a little bit more sensitive than like in my situation. Mm-hmm. But um, see, that's hard, too, because it's like nobody would really know unless they ask you. Right. You know? yeah. And and it's not really one of those topics. It's not like, I don't know, I can't even think of like a topic you would never bring up at work. Like I can't even think of one right now, but um, I don't know. Like your cycle, like you wouldn't ask somebody their mm, cycle cycle right. dates or something that where it's not it's mm-hmm. not on that level of extreme. Mm-hmm. But for some people, it is like like for you that that could be on that level of extreme that you want you know you don't want to talk about it. So right. it's like, how do you know? And then as being an introvert, how do you not come off as a jerk mm-hmm. <laughs> for, you know, not want to have the conversation? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it probably takes people a while to understand, oh, it's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't want to be your friend. I just like to keep certain things private, especially in the in the workplace. We can be cool, though, but yeah. But I do feel like my the people that I actually call friends, I do share things with them more than I would just a random person who's asking about you know whatever so see I mean it's already hard like as an adult and especially once you have kids too to kind of make friendships not like in the workplace but just out in general but I think it's like 10 times harder for us because Mm. I'm not going to like how do you even meet people you know what I'm saying like (laughs) How do you even meet them? Because, I mean, I know you through Chuck and mm-hmm. pretty much anybody that I talk to, I either know through him or I knew before I met him. Like, mm-hmm. so how do you even go about meeting new friends? And then as an introvert, how do I step out 
<laughs> of that yeah. my bubble to even do that. Right. Yeah, that's funny that you even brought that up because I remember when we did first meet, I was like, nah, because like it was a uh, we were going to the the arcade place downtown, right? Yeah. And I remember yeah. it was like, yeah, we're gonna go. It's gonna be a double date. I'm like, dang, do I really? <laughs> Oh, I gotta go, you know. That I was, was saying, too. Yeah. Well, we ain't gonna have like, common. She's just like you. I promise like, you no, like her. Ain't nobody just like me. No, no I don't want to go. Well, As we, we both saying the same thing. Right. You gotta, you gotta me too, girl. <laughs> Man, that was so funny. But yeah, it definitely was awkward. Like those first, like, few minutes or whatever and then we found a couple things that we had in common so that was pretty cool but yeah that was getting there it was like awkward and like dang I do really yeah you like know. what do you talk about right. I don't like, really like to have small talk so what mm-hmm. do like what do I say right. and then it's like we at this gaming place that really neither one of us really care about right. like, <laughs> like what do we even talk about yeah yeah and I was like okay do I go up to her and say hey my name is Taylor or is Chucky gonna introduce me or like yeah. how do we you know it's a lot of overthinking <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of overthinking. exactly that's something like how do I even go about it I mean I guess with like maybe workout classes or something but it's yeah. still that's still awkward because like what do you talk about there the class that you just took like I mean yeah what else it makes me wonder if that that girl that keeps sharing the uh, same photo with us like is mm. trying to like <laughs> figure out something to talk about yeah telling us the same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if that's it maybe yeah she might be in the same boat yeah so that's like I don't I wouldn't even know like what to you know what to do or even where to where to start with any mm. of that as an adult and then I feel like it's even harder as an adult with a child too mm-hmm. yeah yeah because you, you you might have something in common with somebody but it's like all right do we do we talk about the kids do we talk about you know our spouses what you know what do we do so yeah I think it's I don't. I feel like I'm gonna sound like a jerk, but I'm gonna say it anyway. But I, <laughs> I, I feel like it's um, I'm very picky, like trying to find new friendships. Like if you don't, if you're not married or in a long term relationship, I don't want to be friends with you. If um, hey! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so bad. I'm not I'll, judging. I'm not judging. I swear. <laughs> but I feel like that. Because, like, what what could we, like, we can't really hang out. I mean, we can hang out, like, but I can't, like, we can't do couples-type things. And then certain things that you, like, maybe want to go out to the club and mm-hmm. meet other people, that's not... Right, what right. what I'm, a, like, that's that's kind of what I mean by it. I hope I really don't sound like a jerk. Yeah, but. it makes sense, yeah. So now I feel like, I don't know if I could be friends with people who don't have kids or at least don't plan on it either Mm. so I feel like it's and this was just me less than a year ago so it's like I feel like maybe I don't know yeah like maybe they don't necessarily understand you know right yeah hope I don't sound so terrible no no (laughs) I get what you're saying especially the people who don't want kids have no desire to have kids it's like okay well are you going to understand if I got to leave 
you know, game night early or, I, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to hang out this weekend. Like, are you really going to understand that? Do you think, are you going to think I'm lame? But somebody who is a mom, it's like, okay, girl, yeah, I get it. I'm a little tired too. I'm just waiting on you to say it first. That kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Like, I feel like both of my, I have, I have, I'm about to sound real lame. I have <laughs> three friends and all three of them are introverts. All three of them have kids. <laughs> um, so uh, it's it's hard to keep those people who don't have don't share a a commonality with something big like being a, a wife or being a, a a mom. Like it's hard to keep those people in your life. Yeah, and I wouldn't even necessarily say like you have to be a wife. I know, you know, everybody's different as far as like that commitment thing, but mm-hmm. I'm putting restrictions on my friendship. I feel terrible. But but I feel like at least somebody that's been with their significant other, whoever they decide to be with, at least like a year or two. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you had a, y'all know each other already. Y'all kind of had a spot where hopefully y'all trying to get serious. So you understand that, you know, it's important to have time like with your spouse. Because I feel like, I'm so judging right now. <laughs> Go ahead. It's all right. <laughs> but I feel like people who, who aren't in like those long-term, like committed relationships don't understand the importance of um, having time with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So I kind of ran into that with some friends and then nothing like actually happened to where, you know, it broke off. We just kind of grew apart. And the reason was because I was getting real serious with Chuck mm-hmm. and, I couldn't, I wouldn't say I couldn't, but I wanted to have that time with him too. So like me going out and even if it's like just going out to get something to eat, like I can't do that every weekend, you know what I'm saying? So that, that kind of ended that relationship. Although, you know, we still cool. We still talk every now and again. I mean, to her, it kind of felt like I was ditching her, but that's, you know, that's not the case. I feel like people in a, um, a long-term relationship will understand, you know, that you need that time with your spouse as well. It doesn't mean that you're ditching your friends or anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's kind of what, what happened with that. But I don't know. I guess getting older, I now understand that people are in your life for seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, that's been kind of hard for me to do because it's like, mm. I don't know, I guess kind of mentally you're I don't know if I'm taught this or if it's just something like societal I feel like when you are friends with somebody for a long time you you kind of feel like they should be loyal to you Mm. and and, you know and I guess I could say like other friends have maybe thought about that too as far as like with me getting with Chuck and maybe they thought I wasn't being loyal you know to them so it's kind of hard to understand that yeah, yeah, I feel like you should definitely at least have a balance between, you know, making sure you're keeping that friendship alive with your with your friend, but then also with your significant other, your spouse, your boyfriend, whoever. Um, you, you really have to balance that. And um, I remember something, you know, I kind of recently happened where um, somebody just wasn't wasn't balancing that very well. Um, and so, like what you said some people are just in your life for a season and sometimes it can be hard to kind of 
let go of that if you were, um, you know, friends for a while or they were in your life or something, you know, really big that happened. So it's kind of hard to, you know, just let go of that. But sometimes it's just it's just a season that they're supposed to be in your life. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. See, and that's why I'm like uh, with. I feel like I'm just like, no new friends, but as <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I, I feel like it's important to me, like at my stage in my life, like I want to build uh, like lifelong relationships and it's kind of hard to say I want to build a lifelong relationship and then also accept that some people might be in my life for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's the biggest thing in me saying, like, I feel like whoever I bring into my life as a friend needs to have a long-term relationship because uh and I I'm probably was like this too and I don't know about you but like when you first like meet someone or you know you're dating around and like you start to just kind of be up under that person for like that you know the honeymoon phase basically yeah and I'm I'm pretty sure I probably did it too but I'm off that like (laughs) I've been with him for five almost six years now like I'm off that like you know I love him dearly but it's not like I need to spend every waking moment with him and I feel like if I have a friendship with somebody who is still dating and trying to do that that's going to like clash Mm. you know I I feel so terrible right now (laughs) no no, it makes sense it definitely makes sense because because it's like I could be judging somebody who may not necessarily do that mm-hmm. just because they're not with somebody and miss out on a friendship too yeah. but I feel like after like you know being what I've been through I don't even want to take that chance with nobody you know mm. so it's like both sides I guess I don't know yeah yeah man yeah but I, I do feel like as an adult I feel like in a way it kind of it's easier to let somebody go versus when you were younger. Cause I felt like maybe when, when you're younger, you know, I was about to say maybe when you're younger, your friends mean a little bit more to you mm-hmm. than when you're an adult, but maybe that's not necessarily true, but. I don't know. I think I get what you're saying. I feel like in school, my friends were more, more so of my own identity kind of kind of to say then to now like I feel like I have my own identity you know and I have friends versus like in school like my friends kind of defined who I was Mm, so if I were to lose a friend it will you know it hurt me a little bit more than now either way it hurts you know but I feel like in school and then plus you don't have any responsibilities like literally school and friends is your life you know Mm -hmm. so whereas now like you know I have I have bills, I got work, I got kids, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to have your own identity versus being younger. Right, so, you know, yeah. I can't, I wouldn't say one is um, easier or harder than the other. They're just, I don't think they're on the same playing field, so to speak. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, when you're an adult, you have, you know, a bunch of other responsibilities. So you, you know, lose a friend, kind of get over it and just kind of move on with your life. All right, you know, let me lay it out. I got to get ready for work in the morning. Just kind of get yeah, over it. So, yeah. I mean, it definitely still hurts, but you got yeah. a, a, more important things to be worried about. 
Yeah, for sure. And then I feel like the the older I get, the less likely that I would find another friend. You know what I'm saying? So if I, mm-hmm. I lose one, I don't know. See, I can't say if it's harder now or back then because it's, yeah. it's just it's just a different stage. That's tough. Yeah. Because yeah, I, if I lose any more, I'm going to just be sitting here <laughs> by yourself. Just being my husband and Ashton Rue. That's yeah. it. But I mean, I think it's important to still have friends outside of mm. like your, you know, your household too. Because yeah. you get to escape. You get to kind of have a different opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's really been important for me so thank you for listening to me vent all the time oh no problem (laughs) same here we girl first thing in the morning girl guess what this man he's still in the bed i'm so pissed off so yeah also like a reason why i'm like long-term relationship type friends too because i don't think anybody would really understand like although i guess is it a complaint really or like I guess I'll say venting. Like, it's more like a vent. Like, I don't think somebody who isn't with somebody or, you know, or dating Mm -hmm. will understand that I'm just venting. I don't really Mm. mean that this is the end. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So, I only think people who been with somebody will understand that. So. Yeah, so if, if it was like a single person or somebody who's in and out of relationships all the time, girl, just divorce him. All you gotta do is, you know, no, work that, you know, get get everything out, you know, vent, and then go back home and give him a hug, say sorry, and then yeah. move on. So, yeah. I definitely get that. Because it's not, I mean, not to say that breaking up with somebody isn't hard, but it's not on the same level when Y'all got bills together. Y'all got kids together. Y'all got house and mortgage. Like everything is tied together. I can't just easily just pack up and go. Mm-hmm. You know, although sometimes I might get mad enough to be like, I should just do it, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. Yeah, yeah. It's really. I I feel like it's really not an option. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't think somebody who's like single will understand that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe I need friends that's like been in long-term relationships before but not necessarily in it right now mm. yeah, but nah because then they're gonna be trying to go out and meet people and not just be yeah. <laughs> standing in there like mm, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah i don't know that's hard yeah I mean, you definitely gotta have that person in your life to be like girl you tripping you know yeah it ain't that serious or even just that person to be like girl yeah i will i will be pissed off too you know and then you just kind of move on from that yeah yeah that's true because that's something that i've been like trying to write like prep i guess for my my goals for 2020 and that's something i've been thinking about like maybe getting a little bit out of my comfort zone and um trying to find other friends but then I'd be like nah mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. I, I want to be that one of my goal but it's like I feel like it's 10 times harder for me as an introvert mm-hmm. it's already hard as it is as an adult you know like I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know how to go about it right yeah I think I told you earlier this week like uh, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, 
I've been trying to do better about like after our Monday, Tuesday, or Saturday class, instead of just grabbing my shake and leave, I'll sit down for a few minutes and chit chat with so-and-so and then get up and leave. So I don't necessarily want to make a few more friends next year or anything, but just be a little bit more social. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to put it. Cause I don't <laughs> feel like if I put my goal is to make two friends next year, right. I feel like I'm forcing it, you know, right. like if a friendship <laughs> grow, it grows. I think your, your strategy is, is like perfect to what I'm thinking. Like just be a little bit more social and if mm-hmm. something grows out of that, cool. If not cool, you know, right. I guess that's what I'll make my goal. Cause yeah. I definitely was like, maybe I, I need to add another friend. but that that'll just be forcing it and it won't happen genuinely like that Mm -hmm. I do like my small circle though like but then it's also like who do I invite to birthday parties it's only three (laughs) 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 only got three friends yeah (laughs) luckily they had kids and didn't like your kid's almost too old to go to Ashton's party. So, like, <laughs> so now I have like two people at this right. point. So that's, that's the only thing. But it's, mm, I guess it's a good thing to have in family and stuff too. But mm-hmm. like I have a lot of cousins where they're Ashton age. So he'll still have an okay party. But I guess that's the only, that's the only issue. But I think it's better. Like, even when we do, like, wind down, I feel like that's better. It's very intimate. It's, like, four or five of us. Mm-hmm. It's very intimate. We can kind of talk freely. But I feel like once you get to, like, 10, 15, it ain't going to be the, you know, the same. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. And then we're also all in different stages in our lives, too. Mm-hmm. So some with kids, some pregnant older kids younger kids different age groups so yeah and balance experiences and ideas off of each other too Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like the bigger the group is it's kind of hard to do that Mm -hmm. i guess just being more social will be my goal yeah i guess (laughs) it's hard to say that because it's it's hard it takes so much out of you to do that but i'm i'm trying yeah, I and then feel like I've made at least some at least some some Facebook friends I made recently, like from our um our workout place or whatever. I've gained mm-hmm. a few friends the last few weeks from people who like also go to the class or whatever. They'll like find me on Facebook if I'm tagged in a post or something. They'll send me a friend request. I'm like, all right, look at me being more more social. So I feel like that's that's a step in the in the right direction. But as far as letting somebody really into my life that'll that'll take a little bit more time and more effort yeah I guess that's true I've not made any Facebook friends from class mm-hmm. perfectly fine with that <laughs> <laughs> not that I even be on Facebook like that for real anymore but you know mm-hmm. it is what it is yeah I think people just now really remember my name and it's been almost a year it's hard too like especially during the week like I just want to get back home yeah I get get to work and mm-hmm. now know. that you're in school you probably have some reading to do when you get yeah. back home and yeah 
And I feel like I'm always doing something. Like even on Saturdays, like I got to go pick something up or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always being pulled. So that's, I guess I need to make being social more a priority, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So what what do you think as far as like making new friends? Is that something that just it happens, it happens or Yeah, I feel like if if it if it happens, it happens. Like, um, I don't want to be forced into a friendship or anything like that. Um, I just want it to kind of be genuine. And then I, I need to fill you out too. Like if you are super extroverted, you like to go out and you you know, promiscuous and all that completely opposite of something that I do that I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want somebody like that in my life. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to making new friends, but I'm not going to go out there like, all right, Taylor, you got two or three people in your circle. You should probably add a couple more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's funny. Cause like growing up and, um, like throughout high school and stuff, I always had like extroverted friends that always wanted to go out and do stuff and I I kind of found comfort in that because mm. it was like instead of me being the one to take the initiative to step out of my zone my friend was doing it for me mm. so I kind of felt find, found comfort in having that friend to be like okay girl let's go here you know yeah but and I think maybe that's kind of how I built a little bit of my the little little bit of extrovert I have inside of mm-hmm. me, like as far as like going traveling and stuff like that. But I don't know, it's strange because now, like you said, I don't think I will really want someone very extroverted in my life. Yeah, but I always had extroverted friends growing up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, you like I said, if it happens, it happens. And maybe a person that is more extroverted, but they. They homebodies or whatever. I don't mm, know. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Chuck do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so and you me. know what? That's my sister. She's an extrovert, but the introvert part of her is she loves living by herself. Mm-hmm. When she at home, she want to be home. She turn off her phone sometimes if people texting her and calling her and everything. And she just likes, she likes her alone time. Um, so yeah, that's Chuck. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly how he is. Yeah. But when when they out, you know, they can they own like mm-hmm. talk to anybody. So I don't know. I guess maybe that kind of friend would be cool. Yeah. Cause I think they'll get me out my comfort zone. Like if we go traveling to do something that I wouldn't necessarily do mm-hmm. if I was by myself. But uh What are we about to do on this trip next year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, Mo can get us out, do something different. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I want to have a good time, though. Like, I want to do different things because I think this is probably going to be our last, like, fake. Well, not last, but you know, it's going to probably be another couple years before we have a vacation because we, mm-hmm. we haven't had a vacation with just us, me and Chuck, rather since like 2016 mm. I'm not counting the honeymoon because I my head was in the toilet like 95% of the time mm. although you know we, it was us together but I don't know so I'm excited for it 
Yeah. I'm still sad about the planner conference thing, but uh, you know. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Girls is like, you would get over it. I'm like, I guess. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we'll have a good time. I do feel like when when we have gone on cruises before, I'm a lot more outgoing, a lot more, oh, let's go do this, let's go do that, let's participate in this game show, whatever. I'm more into doing, like, I would never do anything like that here in Cincinnati. I would do it on vacation, though, because I feel like I'm never going to see these people again. Um, <laughs> and I'm on vacation, my kid's not here, I'm I'm safe, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be me, too. And then, plus, it's like, there's so much to do on a cruise and mm-hmm. most of it is free too. So it's like, why not try to do something different? You know, yeah. there's no, there's no obligation. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, nobody knows it. So if I look stupid, oh well. Right, right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you and Mo, Chuck, Malik, y'all don't, don't judge me. Okay, I'm going to be out there doing a little it's stupid uh, chicken dances and stuff on the deck. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm just living my best life on vacation for right. these five days. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. It's gonna yeah, be- man. Oh, it's going to be some good vlogs, too. All right. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and um, give you guys the quote of the week. Um, so this quote is by C.S. Lewis. And it says, friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what? You two? I thought I was the only one. <laughs> yeah and that's so true because it is. <laughs> that was kind of like what we were talking about earlier like how me and you met and how our first few interactions was you know oh you know i don't know i don't know this girl and then as soon as we start talking oh girl you you on youtube too oh you natural oh cool that's what's up so but yeah that's so true like that's <laughs> that's definitely when friendships is born when you figure out what things that you have in common that you thought you were you know one of a a million so yeah yeah that's for sure and I think it's pretty cool to find um the differences you have with your friends too Mm -hmm. because you really get a different perspective so yeah but I think there's there needs to be more commonalities for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's cool either way okay guys so that is our episode for today as always um Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Um, if you'd rather leave comments, you can listen on YouTube. We are the Black Wallflowers podcast on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter and IG. Our Twitter name is Black WF Podcast, and IG is Black Wallflowers Pod. So um, again, you guys, if you want to like suggest any topics. You can leave that on the YouTube videos. I haven't seen any comments on the YouTube videos. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't. No. You know what? I have gotten some texts, though. Um, Cara from YouTube, mm-hmm. put them in the comment section in the video, girl, okay? Because I'm not going to remember it when you text it to me, okay? <laughs> Do that for me. Yes, yes. So we can see. Yeah. And that helps us out too, like leaving comments and stuff because it moves us up in the ranks. Um, Also, like if you listen on iTunes, leave us a review on there as well. I believe Stitcher, I'm not sure about Google Play, if you can leave reviews, but um, iTunes for sure, if you leave us a review, that helps us move up in the ranks and get people seeing our podcasts out there. Yeah. So please make sure you do that. And 
that's it. So we'll see you all in another two weeks for a yeah. new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.